All right, so here today we are going to discuss chapter two of the first season of Boba, Tribes of Tatooine. Whoa, we're here. I feel like it's just become normal watching Boba now. I don't know what you think. For me, it's just so normal to watch Star Wars every week that now, you know, of of course, yeah, sure, there's a Boba show, so I'm going to watch that. Yeah, no biggie. But, but in reality, mm-hmm. this is such a big deal. So, <laughs> Is it? I think we have to, yeah, it, it's a huge deal to have a Boba show. Like, imagine oh, 10 years yeah. ago, someone was like, Boba show, and you just would blow your mind about being like, whoa, and now it's expected. Pro- 10 years ago, I probably would have hated the idea. Because I wouldn't, I still didn't have trust in any creators, in you know, to actually get make good Star Wars content again. That's a good point. That's a good point. Actually, part of me wishes that I know we have this culture of just leaks and leaks and leaks, and that provides, uh, like it provides a necessity for the studios to actually announce what they're going to be doing ahead of time, because otherwise, just like everyone knows everything, and. I understand why studios then want to take control over the message. But I really wish that sometimes that we just didn't have announcements of what's coming up next year or the year after. I would love yeah, that like one so day much. You turn on, yeah, like it would be cool. One day you open your app and you're just like, or you're just looking around talking to people and it's like, oh my God, this is new show. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. And that's how I watch movies. I know. I'm so, I'm kind of jealous of you. <laughs> Not enough to actually not go looking for spoilers, but. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you think about this episode? I kind of like, I'm I'm still uh, in a holding pattern. Very similar to episode one. I'm just like, this is good. Let's move on. I'm ready for more, but I still enjoyed this show Mm -hmm. or this episode. Yeah, for me, it's pretty similar. So this episode has another long flashback. Uh and I would like some more present-day Boba, but I really like this flashback, actually. Um, that might have It might have helped that this one was just, like there was a clear separation between the past and the present and not just jumping back and forth like in the, f- the first episode. Um, I, pre- I like this one more. I mean, probably also just the subject matter of it. I'm, you know, curious to see where things go. And obviously there are like a lot of things set up possibly in the future and we're going to talk about all of it today but before we do let's give a quick summary of the episode for those who might have forgotten what happened so we open as fennec sean drags the captured assassin from chapter one to boba's formerly jabba's palace through interrogating the prisoner they learned that he was hired by the mayor of mos aspa boba and company then force their way into the mayor's office and a thorian named mok shais during a tense discussion, they kill the assassin, pay Boba some money for his troubles, and advise him to visit Garza's sanctuary to know more about what's going on. After their visit, the twins, cousins of the Jabba, of Jabba the Hutt, show up claiming their right to the territory once ruled by Jabba. After some threatening words, they anticlimactically withdraw, leaving the issue unresolved. We're then transported back into Jabba's memories, to the aforementioned flashback, while he sleeps in the back to tank. After being attacked by a train, Boba steals some speeders with the aim of stopping the train on its next pass through the Dune Sea. We have a rec- requisite training montage with the Tusken Raiders and a westerny train heist scene, and our Tusken Raider heroes succeed. 
Boba tells the train staff, the members of the Pike Syndicate, that this land is under Tusken Raider control and they need to pay a tax. For their success, Boba is rewarded with the rights of being part of the Tusken clan, given new robes, and the episode ends as he presents his new gaffy stick to the rest of his new tribe as they dance around the fire. I, I love your phrasing, after being, attract, uh, after being attacked by a train. If you yeah. haven't watched the episode, this sounds really weird, but if you've seen it, it's like, yeah, of course, of course, that, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I else to describe it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much that I like. Again, like one thing that I mentioned last time is, is you know the the atmosphere obviously it's star wars but also the music is great the visuals are great all the like set design is amazing mm, but so much more i think the the thing <laughs> kind of the, the thing that i liked most about the present was that wookie soldier yeah that, that was freaking awesome <laughs> yeah i was like oh who's that guy i love him already yeah it's i want to see him actually fight like will he be that intense though i'm sure he will be Shit, then Fennec and and Boba are in for their, you know, in for a fight. Yeah, I, I love the deception with the with the rancor, that the non-existent rancor, and like the, you know, which obviously harkens back to Episode Six, um, and Luke killing it. Mm, so many things, kind of, I don't know, the casino band and all of the world building with the huts as well. I mean, from I mean, we've seen the Clone Wars, so we know about the huts. And the like the the power structure there, and uh, you know they've set up a lot of things for the future, like you know getting permission to kill a hut. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Like I kind of didn't want the huts to show up in this series, but then it mm -hmm. really kind of made sense the way they did it. Um, I was kind of surprised that it didn't didn't lead into some fighting at the very least by the on the, at least on the part of the huts. Um, I really liked the um the if the the mayor he mm -hmm. was i think i really like even the way he did they did a voice and how they animated him or designed him as well as um his nuance in the way he speaks like you're kind of he, he's a you can tell he's a politician immediately yes. by the way he speaks and it's it's a perfect depiction of someone who would be in that position Right, and obviously the major domo of the mayor is also amazing, um, and the way he's just like, yeah, he's he's really so I like, yeah, exactly. This is like perfect um, caricatures of these sorts of characters that we normally see in television, but without explicitly saying it, just showing it. And I thought that was very effective. I really like what's going on in present day Tatooine. Um, And the only thing that I'm a little disappointed in was uh, Garza's Sanctuary and the head of Garza's Sanctuary. I wish we get more there. I'm sure we will get something about why that place is important. We've already been there twice, one each episode. So what's going on? I want more from that. But in the end, I, I just like, I enjoyed the ride of that. And you're right, with the Rancor, it's a nice callback to episode six. And then as well as Bad Batch, where we see moochie getting purchased by java so it's a really cool just kind of like through line and, and re reminder of the rancor and it's kind of like interesting like it shows goes to show how little people knew or know what's going on inside the J java's palace but one question that i have is that when so 
so Boba killed or got rid of the old uh, assistant to Jabba the Hutt, right? I forget his yep. name right now. And did not did he not have other guards or other army? It was because like it's just Fennec, Shand, and Boba, and then these two Gamorrean guards. It's there are must be other people. It can't be just these two. Like, it's very interesting. Like I wish there was more build out that way. Because it would make sense that they had some other people involved, not just those two. So, Yeah, I assume maybe they killed everyone who was at the palace uh, during the takeover, as we've seen, you know, in the uh, in the mid credit scene in Mandalorian. But I think that's not everybody who is, like, part of the power structure of Jabba. So how does that work? It's kind of weird that they don't show the extent of of this business if you want to call it that maybe they just wanted to set the scene for the first two episodes and now we kind of get through more of you know we get to see more of that personnel if you want yeah i just want more of that honestly um because i mean if you just have two guards you know like that ain't enough yeah and you have to constantly keep running around exactly you should do kind of, you know, what Jabba did. Like, success means you don't have to run around all the time. You have people running around all the time for you. And and you're the person who is in charge. Exactly. And it's especially important because Boba seems to be clearly injured and recovering from something. Mm. It's not, he's not in good health, but he's still running around doing this kind of stuff. And it's very confusing. You can see subtly, though, how the makeup is getting a little bit clearer on his face and his head. So he's actually yeah. getting a little bit more, not clean, but healthy, I think. So I think that's going to be something that we notice moving forward. So Yeah, I wanted to talk about that last time, actually, uh, and and kind of forgot. But you could definitely see the, the difference between past and present just by looking at Boba's face. Because in the past, he had all, had, had like all of these scars. And he's pretty, pretty in pretty good shape comparatively in the present. Yeah, it's really cool uh, just to see that difference. It's a really nice touch. I also really like Fennec. I just like every every scene that Fennec's in, just the way she has his back and like the silent communication that she has and makes is she's just a freaking badass. Gosh, she's so cool. You know, when when the huts arrive and they bring up their like Wookiee and all of that and they're just like, Rawr. and all Fennec has to do is cock her gun and just like, Oof. yeah, <laughs> what a statement. <laughs> and yeah i it's kind of a shame that we didn't get an action scene in the uh in the present but i assume it's because we got a lot of it in the past mm, what do you think about that i mean i thought the action scenes were really cool much improved over the first episode actually um i like the flashback in general um i think it was very dare i say this might be a negative word but it doesn't express my sentiment but formulaic in the mm-hmm. way that it's oh okay this peaceful people are just kind of ch- chilling on top of a dune this train comes and is all shooty shooty up 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 on them and then then they have to tr- they get technology and then they're training with the technology and there's some funny scenes and whatever and then they succeed and it's just like it, it, it's a normal like narrative that we often see but i found it still engaging and really well done so i enjoyed it a lot yeah, and uh, like Boba's entire arc basically in the past is something we've seen like a few times in media already. So it's like, yeah, it's nice, but just because it's Star Wars doesn't mean it 
that makes it any it's it's not a it's not a reinvention just because it's star wars more of an homage i guess Mm -hmm. it also makes me think it's kind of very good that tamara morrison is not white yes (laughs) that's exactly where i was going with this it's like no that's really good i mean is it good or is it just like yeah i mean i i don't think it's great either way but you Mm. know it's better i guess it makes it less bad, let's put it that way. Exactly. This ain't Tom Cruise in Japan. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I did not know that the pikes were like fish people. I don't think that was ever depicted in any of the shows we watched or I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I don't I don't remember their I don't I don't know if I would call them fish people, but <laughs> Yeah, I don't know I don't know the names of all the like peoples in the in the Star Wars universe. I think we could say that we have not seen the pikes without their helmets, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was obviously the best kind of contrast. It being in in the desert, that was kind of fun. Oh, that's a good point. I don't remember the. I mean, all I remember of Obadiah, Obadiah is their like home mm-hmm. home planet. That it's all I remember is like the the city part of it. I don't really remember the topography too much, but I would imagine it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on on Tatooine, they're kind of like. A fish out of water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I apologize to you, Rashad, and I apologize to you, the listener. Don't apologize. That was joke. great. <laughs> so bad. And if you, listener, don't like that, tell us in the reviews. But even though we see, we've all seen this before, this whole, you know, journey that uh, that Boba goes on and. I I still liked it and I like especially the last part when he gets his garb and his stuff that he made from the wood. The only thing that I didn't like because it was fucking disgusting was the reptile going into his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was so bad and then it kind of was worse after it came out because just imagine like maybe this was not the first person the rept like Ew. The... Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Oh, so no. reusable yeah. reptile is what that is. I assume they wash it or give it a bath in between. A bath in the sand? Oh, good point. Oh. <laughs> For a second I thought like I um he was the la- the lizard was going to go up into his head and then has been there the whole time which has been guiding him like mm-hmm. in his life. And I thought that was like, oh, kind of a cool idea. And then you're right when it came out. I was like, that <laughs> makes it worse. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I love obviously I love a good training montage and like the whole attack on the train was great. I mean, just look like, like the attack on the train in in Solo was one of the best parts of that movie, and uh, or the Rhydonium thing in Mandalorian. That's you know I love love a good train mont uh, like a train sequence. Yeah, it's really cool, honestly. I um I really like the I don't know their names obviously of the Tuscan Raiders but the Tuscan Raider who's his training partner who's dressed yeah. in black he's so obviously cool. like the elite warrior yeah he's a kickass like Tuscan Raider ah oh, it's amazing I wonder what's going to happen with him I feel like he's going to die he has to die right yeah I think I don't know but one of my predictions I guess is that like 
the entire village will get decimated. Wow, have you read my notes? What's going on? <laughs> it's crazy. That's one of my like the pikes will not do this. They yeah, not, of course. They, they will the definitely pikes. retaliate and kill everyone. Yeah, and it's all gonna be Boba's fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe this is like an a worrying amount of overlap with our with our tastes and ideas at this yeah. point. This is kind of scary, but but so where, where what do you think is gonna happen next? next that's a good question i mean i mentioned the tuscan raiders i think they're all gonna die um but i also but the thing is like i wonder if this is my other competing theory is that the tuscan raiders will be end up becoming boba's army in in his like control of tatooine Mm -hmm. over this whole thing and then they will actually end up taking over moss espa and the whole city and that would be another cool satisfying ending as satisfying to me at least Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder, like, there's different ideas that I do have that might happen. Uh, but the question for me literally is just like, what happened to the Tuscan Raiders and his relationship with them? And we clearly see that he was wearing the Tuscan Raider, uh, the garb that he was, he was, uh, gifted when we see him in the Mandalorian for the first time. So it's, a, uh, and he's obviously using his, his same gaffy stick, but I want to see how, that evolves and why is he injured well i guess we know why he's injured uh, but does it get worse like what's going on it it seems interesting to me so yeah maybe he is the only one who survives the amp like the raid on the village yeah i'm i kind of like yeah that's what i expect but i would rather see like him consolidating power with the tuscan raiders in the desert and then when he he can call on their help maybe he gets beaten by the huts for a minute and him and Fennec are are just kind of like thrown to the desert and then he, he mm. rides back triumphantly with hordes of Tuscan raiders to take over. Yeah, and I wonder maybe the pikes will also like show up in the present, you know, with the huts. Ooh. And they will uh, they will join forces against Boba and the Tuscan. I doubt that. I think it'll be like uh like a threesome. If they show up, like so, it'll be like three three competing factions fighting mm. with one another, maybe, because that's what happens when like a, a power, like a you know a strong vacuum. man is killed or yeah. got rid of, right? So it's just a vacuum of power. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, and uh, that's interesting to think about, though, that Jabba allowed the Pikes to operate in his realm. Yeah, that's interesting as well. I mean, I feel like he could, they could have been delivering spice to him. Mm-hmm. So I mean that I mean that's what the pikes do in general. So yeah. it'd be interesting, but I I'd imagine that they they are doing stuff for Java and or paying Java. Yeah. So as you said, when you're successful, other people do the work for you. So when Java, because Java is like the crime lord, right? Yeah, and they are obviously like the t- the pikes are definitely number one spice traders in the galaxy. So. Exactly. A couple lingering questions that I have though. One are of the Order of the Nightwind. I'm interested to know more about them. That's the assassin group that the their I don't know their assassin that they tortured or not tortured questioned was a part of, and they made a point of mentioning the name of it and then calling to that later when the mayor is talking about them. So I I wonder what role they're going to play moving forward. And one other thing that so as they're walking up to the mayor's office. Um, the camera lingers on multiple groups of Trandoshans that are just like yes. hanging out. 
on the side of the the road and i'm just like what is going on here Uh, that's a point that they're making right that's really interesting that there are so many trendoshans about and I mean, if we go with what we've the depiction of Trandoshans throughout Star Wars, they're usually bad guys. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I don't think I can think of a good Trandoshan off the top of my head. I'm sure there is one, but I think there was one. There was like a bounty hunter that was part of a group in Clone Wars that was at least like ambiguous. I'm sure there was. There, there has to be. (laughs) But yeah, they're mostly bad guys for sure. From a big picture perspective, isn't it so cool how far we've come with the depiction of the Tusken Raiders mm-hmm. from Star Wars Episode Four to where we are now? It's incredible. It's so cool to see. And I feel like uh, like millions of people will be illuminated about the spelling of Tusken <laughs> after this episode because I'm sure a lot of people thought that they would spell like Tuscany. Um, but yeah there are a lot of open questions um which is obviously speaking to the excitement and the curiosity that this show is evoking in us Mm -hmm. and yeah i look forward to you know talking about it next time uh when we're talking about uh, episode three of boba sweet so and if you like what you heard and you want to support the show uh, what's the best way the listeners can help us rashad Five-star rating, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell us what we're doing well and tell us our best dad jokes or our worst dad jokes or give us your own suggestions. And you can do that by? Going to seriallyhook.com. You can contact us on Twitter, email, contact form, whatever you want. Carrier pigeon, whatever. Yeah, like, of of course, like, like I mean, I... Hmm. Okay, let me do that again. <laughs> what was the word you were looking up how to pronounce Gaffy stick? Yes. <laughs> it's well, let's not get into that. No. We can spend I'm going to cut this whole part podcast. out. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Good, good. <laughs>